0: Imagine losing a loved one, painful enough, right? Then imagine finding out that funeral home gave you fake ashes if they were cremated, hoping you would not notice. Let's go ahead and get her on. we got our official attorney, Lisa Lanier on. Good morning, Lisa. Hey, good morning. So, with these fake ashes that a funeral home was trying to pass off as real ashes, is that illegal to do? It is
1: illegal. Yes, yes, yes. It is illegal. I mean, well, so... It's not just the fact that they uh, were—I mean, it's fraudulent, of course, to let folks believe that they are getting the remains of their loved ones, but also they mishandled these these bodies. So this uh, p- this particular sort of this green—they sold themselves as we're this green alternative uh, company—but they actually didn't have their own equipment, so they outsourced it to two different funeral homes that had the cremation equipment. So far, 189 bodies have been discovered by oh my the FBI. Gosh. Mm, oh. Yeah, I mean it's a. This was a huge, huge fraudulent uh, situation, and they, and of course, you know it's they're so they will be facing criminal charges and potentially so on the state level and the federal level because the FBI is investigating. But then civil lawsuits, thirteen have been filed so far, and the the problem for these folks though who are suing, you know, it, it's definitely a solid cause of action. They can be very lucrative, good cases, but year these people they're out of business. They you know, they were they basically they were pocketing the money and, you know, not and they were spending it and not paying these cremation companies to do what was supposed to be done. Mm. And so like one of the companies that they did business with was a funeral home sued them and got a judgment against them for like twenty some thousand dollars. And so it's it's just a mess. There's no there's not gonna be any money there to get, you know, when you win, the judgment's not gonna be worth anything. But it's a terrible situation. These people, they flew to Hawaii, chartered a boat, spread these ashes, and realized this doesn't look right, and came back and they did a little experiment and it turned out it was the concrete mix. And they they made a little bit of concrete with it. That's when they called law enforcement and they got involved and tested it. And sure enough, you know, it was just a concrete mix. Oh, and did you say
0: what they're doing with the bodies? I heard they were like, not there's the 189 bodies that this apparently was
1: tossing them on their property i think and finally the smell got to be so oh. bad i don't even think they're oh staring. my gosh
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I, this happened in somewhere in the south before oh. where they had a bunch of bodies and i think in the back of oh, it there was I like a it. remember that and they'd just be out in the woods in this creek area oh. they're just th- your loved one would die and they just throw the body outside because they didn't want to they were trying to save money doing this stuff and ugh. oh hey. so is there any prison okay. time or is it or, or is it more of a, a civil thing
1: Oh yeah, I mean there there have been people, um, you know, there have been people who've done this before who got huge, uh, up to twenty years in prison for this if oh. they end up uh, if they end up bringing federal charges. Now the state charges are much lower; they're like two years. But uh, the last sort of case with any notoriety of this type, they brought in the the federal charges as well and ended up with a twenty year sentence. So they they be looking at some really serious charges. All
0: right, let's go on to the Robert De Niro case. He took the stand this week. Um, you know, he has a former assistant that basically like a hostile work environment. And he admitted to like berating her and treating her poorly. He walk us through that because you know, he because he, she but she was doing because he was she was doing things that were messed up to the company. That's why I was so mad is what he's saying. Right. But right. then he got like aggravated in a courtroom. He can't help but be aggravated everywhere he goes. It seems like and so <laughs> right. like if you're at a, a workplace, I mean, where's the line? And if something goes from just being a bad environment to like maybe hostile or like an illegal type situation
1: so it kind of varies from one jurisdiction to another he happens to be in a very strict jurisdiction in new york where employment laws are really really pro-employee it's not the case in most of the country but she you know she worked for him for 11 years her name's graham graham robinson and it seemed like everything went well he promoted her all the way from kind of entry level, his assistant, all the way up to VP of production and finance. But what happened was that his current um, girlfriend, I don't know if they're married, I think it's a girlfriend, his current partner that he just recently had a baby with, uh, didn't like this girl and felt like like Graham had a secret, she called it, I think, a fabricated relationship with him, Mm. like in her head. And it sounded to me like she was probably jealous of this, you know, long-term relationship that he had, was very close with this woman. Um, He said that, uh, she alleged, so so, so when she was fired because, you know, when the partner starts disliking her or whatever, they start to scrutinize what she was doing. And they were like, look, she was using his credit cards to buy her personal food and groceries. She was using his frequent flyer miles to travel all over the place. And uh, so they, they sued her. To begin with, De Niro sued her and his production company. Then she counterclaimed against him for even more money and started bringing up all these allegations about, you know, that she was, de- he demanded that she be on call around the clock. And that um, one time she was at a family member's funeral and he kept blowing up her phone um, because he needed her to order a bus ticket for his son. A bus ticket? And, yeah, I know a bus ticket. And I was like, that's kind of odd. But, um, and then another time she was just saying, like, it's very common that he wants a cocktail at, like, 11 or 12 o'clock at night from Nobu, which he's a part owner of, and he calls her to go fetch it. And, um, you know, she was just saying it's a, it, he was basically not compensating her fairly for all this round-the-clock work. He may get into some trouble there, you know, if he wasn't paying her for being on-call but demanded 24-hour availability. You can actually get into some federal wage and hour violations that haven't even been brought At this point, this is just a lawsuit between the two of them. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't think that just yelling at her in and of itself would typically, in most jurisdictions, that would not get uh, any damages. I mean, you can be sort of an angry boss if you want to, as long as you're not, um, you know, basically de- centering your comments around something that's a protected class, like her gender, her race, her religion, that sort of thing. You're not, but in New, York, in New York, specifically, very, very strict. They have some super uh, local ordinances about employment that, you know, he may end up, and it just looks bad. You know, it's not, you're not a nice person if you're screaming at somebody, calling them at funerals and, you know, stuff like that. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a hostile work environment. Hostile work environment typically doesn't mean hostility in the way you think, like angry. Mm -hmm. It means, like, sexual content and that sort of thing. Like, um, one uh, sort of classic early hostile work environment that was, that people, when it were like, wow, okay was like you're a female and you work in an auto mechanic shop and the guys have, you know, like Playboy posters all over the place and are constantly making sexual remarks to you. That's the hostile work environment. Oh, Your boss, I, so, Your boss being a grouch, not a hostile so, work environment. So
0: if you're, because you think hostile, I've always thought. <clears throat> I did too. That when it's like when you're constantly, it's aggressive work environment where you constantly feel like there's a lot of yelling and
1: intensity, but that has nothing to do with it. Right, you can, you can be sort of, and, and we've, you know, our, the trend in employment culture has been to get away from that sort of thing. I mean, it used to be that was pretty common for, you know, bosses to be. Squid, get the hell out of here, you not- loser!
0: Right. You're an idiot!
1: <laughs> right. I'm all right with that, huh?
0: Yeah, right. but now. Are you in some sort is- of management position? No, but you can do the same thing. I can start, oh, good. I can start yelling at Squid. (laughs) Quick grabbing my butt, guys. (laughs) I'm in a hostile work environment. (laughs) Like, uh, there's one office here, one room where they have a calendar with like a Hawaiian tropic type thing going
1: on. Is that a hostile work environment? That probably in and of itself would not uh, be oh. enough. You would have to really mm. kind of inundate the person it's a Hooters with... Hooters
0: calendar. It's a Hooters calendar, and it's my office, not down. <laughs> I didn't say who it was. You don't walk down the stairs anyway. I <laughs> Sometimes I have to, because Squid won't do it for me. <laughs> I did demand yeah, a I lot of it.
1: Some, some of his comments, though, you know, she says he was, you know, like... Uh, he called her the B word a lot, and uh, he mm. called her a uh, he called her a snippy, petulant, uh, spoiled brat. <laughs> you know, I mean, mm. he was like... You know, but I mean, none of that really, to me, was, was all that bad. If she can show that it was sex, you know, there was a sexist element to it, that she was treated differently because she was female. And she does sort of, she hints at that so far in the testimony, and we're early in the case, but she says that he treated the male, her male counterpart very differently and paid him more. And if that's the case, then she may have something with the hostile working environment. She's got to show it had something to do with a protected class, but he says that the male counterpart is like comparing apples and oranges because that guy was basically his personal trainer. He's much older and he's worked for him for decades. Well, Lisa, you're
0: awesome. She's the best at what she does. Hold on one second. Uh, if you're ever injured on in the job, contact her right away at com.